Amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see everybody this morning. Isn't God good? Aren't you glad that he's good? It's one thing for me to say that he's good, but you make it personal and say he is good to me. Did you say that this morning? That's right. He is good to me. It's good to be back in the house. It's good to be back in Camden, Arkansas. It's good to be home. Um, it's really, it's really amazing. I, 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 I could not wait. I was excited about um, coming all week. I think my, and, and all month. I, actually, my sons were asking me, "When are we going? When are we going?" I said, "Well, we, we leave as soon as we could." I was would have been here Thursday, but I had a funeral that I had to do Friday of some people in our church. And um, but I, right after the funeral, I went, went, got something to eat, and we got in the car and got here as fast as we could, because we love being home. Amen. I, um, I was telling the men yesterday, but right about the time I get to Texarkana, uh, and then I get about to hope, I, uh, I roll the windows down when I get to hope because home has a smell to it. And I, I stick my head out the window like a dog trying to smell what home smells like, and I get excited. My blood pressure goes down, and I start, I start uh, uh, thinking about mom's cooking, and I, I start thinking about just being home. So I'm excited to be here. It's exciting, but it's good to see faces. I love seeing Brother Jesse and Sister Verna here and uh, Ms. Freeland. I just love seeing pe- people that help me get to where I am, Mr. Dory and, and Sister Vanny. I saw you yesterday. I don't know if you saw me, but I saw you yesterday driving. I was like, man, there's nobody as faithful as Sister Vanny. Hey, good. She's been faithful to this house for a long time, has she not? Has been faithful to this house. And I'm going around just in the yard. I didn't know y'all were going to make it. Y'all was in Hawaii. I, I figured that, that the Lord would want to start a work in Hawaii. I don't ever want to come home. Um, we went to uh, Hawaii with my parents um, a while back, and, um, and we, we let them come back home, and we stayed an extra couple of days. We just sent them on back, and then we stayed, but we, we enjoyed ourselves. That was one story I was telling um, our people back home. Of, um, I don't know if my dad, you remember this, but Vanessa and I had just gotten married. And we were, uh, and we were, we were new honeymooners, and just excited about being in love. And we were going to California with my parents, and uh, we were going to get a, a different room. And Mom's like, she's like, no, you guys are, you guys are, uh, you're new, you know, new married, and you don't have a whole lot of money. And she, which she was right, you don't have a whole lot of money. So she says, why don't you guys just stay with us? Y'all just stay in the room with us. And Vanessa was like, I don't know about that. I go, yeah, I don't either, but. She's right. We broke as can be. We broke as a stick in the woods. So we probably need to just just honor her and just stay stay with her. She goes, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, well, and this is my first lesson in listening to my wife. Amen. So just so you know, do you need to do that? Um, because I people say that just like what the Holy Spirit told me. The Holy Spirit sounds a lot like Vanessa. That's what the Holy Spirit sounds a whole lot like. It's just you got some similarity to the voice. And she said, don't. She goes, well, she said, okay, she, you, I, I'm, I'm following you. The wife said, I'm supposed to submit, so I'm, I'm submitting. So I said, well, we'll just stay with them this, this one time. Save some money. It'll be good. And so the first night we were there, staying with them, and, and uh, we were in the bed, and I was in the, another bed. Vanessa and I were in another bed. They were in the bed. And all of a sudden, my mother walked by our bed and tucked me in right in front of my <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> Do you remember that, Mom? She tucked me in like a, like a, my little baby. I stood up in the bed. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's supposed to tuck a man in when he's laying there with his wife. So that, 
was two trips, first and last. <laughs> and we stay in the room with my parents. So, but anyway, it's really good. To, it's good to be home. I love my parents. They're amazing people. Amen. You guys, you guys enjoy them as well. They're good, good, good people. I love them. So good. I just believe that um, uh, before we, you know, we get started, God's got some good things in store for you today. How many of you believe that today? He's got some good things in store. So I want you to prepare your hearts for what God has. And what, how you do that is you're going to, you need to open up, uh, just open up your heart to the Lord. If you would just stand with me just for a second. I know it's just like, we sound like we, we in the military doing up downs. It's okay. But I believe this morning God's going to do something. So would you extend your hands to the Lord this morning and just tell the Lord, Lord, I, everything that you want today, Lord, everything that you want to deliver, everything that you want in my life today, we want to say yes to it. Go tell the Lord yes. Some of you don't even know what you're saying yes to, but go ahead and say yes anyway. Go ahead and say yes anyway. Yes to your anointing, breaking every yoke. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, Lord for me stepping into my destiny. Yes, Lord, me stepping into the place that you have for me, God. Yes to all that you have in store. All of heaven, all of heaven has in store for me. My soul says yes today, Lord. My my heart cries out yes, Lord. Uh, My mind even says yes to you today, Lord. Everything about who you are says yes today. I, I don't want you to hold back anything, Lord. Every breakthrough that you have for me this morning, every place, God, that I need to break into every everything that that has said no and everything that is resisted today Lord we break the barriers and say yes to you Lord and we thank you Lord that you are raining down upon your people it's your anointing that's breaking every yoke it's your anointing Lord that's causing us to step into the yes and the and the yeses of your will today come on just tell him yes go and go go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead yes Lord hallelujah Jesus ha Yes, Lord. Yes, in every way. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for it. We will never be the same, Lord, because every time we come into your presence, every time we step into your presence, Lord, we are looking for transformation, Lord. Every time we meet together, Lord, you said where there are two or three gathered in your name, there you are, right smack dab in the midst of us, Lord. And so we just, we just, we do, we say yes to you, God. Thank you, Jesus. There's nobody like you, Lord. We're not looking for anybody else to, ch- to change us, but, but you. You're the one that's, that we're looking to. It says, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. You are the author. You are the completer. You said in your word that he who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. Thank you, Lord, that you're completing the work. Thank him that he's completing the work in you today. He's completing the work, and we're thankful for that, Lord. In Jesus' name. We're looking unto the hills which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the maker of heaven and earth. Yes, Lord. Thank you, you are the helper. Lord, you sent you the helper. The Holy Spirit, your spirit, Lord, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me and quickens my mortal body. The same spirit. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. And we thank you, Lord, for that. And we love you, Lord, for who you are. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Amen. You can, you can be seated. Um, it's good again to have my my kids with me. Vanessa sends her love. She she has uh, was catering two weddings yesterday, 
And um, that is what she does. She loves to cook. She's a, she's a great cook, but uh, people call on her to help cater weddings. And, and um, so she couldn't be with us. But I brought kids. I brought uh, three of them. I, I have a daughter in college. She has taken college classes even in the summer. She's trying to hurry up and get done with her, with her school. So um, we are, so she is, she's taking classes. And, and um, they got, we got one. CJ is headed to the military. He's headed to the Air Force. Um, and on the June the 18th is his, his projected ship date. And um, before we get started, I wanted him to just share a couple of words with you. Just hustle, 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 hustle. You're going to have to do that in the Army. Hustle up here and just share a couple of things. Amen. Well, it's good to be here. I'm really excited. Um, it's kind of bright up here, but I did see a lot of people up here that, you know, um, I grew up with. I got Brother Jerry over here and then Brother Jerry Nyland over there and um, everybody here. I'm excited to be here. I really am. You know, when that, when that clipboard came over, it said uh, members or guests. I put member down because I am a member here, and I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, I got my grandma and grandpa here. I'm excited to see them. Um, last night, I got to teach grandpa how to play the guitar a little bit, and that was really fun. He's, I wasn't sure if he was uh, Jimi Hendrix or my grandpa. He was, he was really good up there. But, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to be here. You know, I just want to say thank you guys for everything that you do. You know, um, you guys have been praying for me and helping me. Um, uh, just helping me grow up. I really feel like I am a son or a grandson of this house, you know, not just with my grandparents, but with Brother Jay over here, and I'm just so excited. Um, just thank you for all the prayers. You know that verse in James 5:16 where it says, um, confess your faults one for another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And I just want to thank you guys for praying for me because for all that you guys have done and uh, has led me to where I'm going to the Air Force, and I'm, just, I'm really excited. You know, God's just... Um, ordered my steps just you know it says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the lord so it wouldn't be where i am if without you guys so thank you so much for all that you guys have been doing in my life so thank you so much it was good it was good it is good to, to that he's serving his country i i was hoping when brother jerry was talking was taking up the offering that he would break in and say for 40 cents a day you can support the mccray family <laughs> You too can. Obviously, you need to know that 40 cents a day does not work at our home. Uh, we, we are some eating people at our house. We go through some groceries, as you can tell. Uh, Luke is 6'3", about uh, two, 260, and, and, and CJ is tall. So I, we want to know where the food goes. Amen. Uh, we're looking for special help programs to help us with the food that goes on. Uh, four chickens is not enough at our, at our house. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we consume the chicken. It looked like something on Animal Planet. It really does. Like something on Nova. Next time on Nova. <laughs> Set food in front of us and just watch us eat it. It is, it is amazing. We are, we, are, we are eaters. Amen? Uh, Peter, Peter would really be upset if they came to our house. Um, uh, you know, the people, Peter, the protector of the, you know, we don't call it that. Peter for us stands for people eating tasty animals. That's what it stands for for us, but <laughs> it's a little bit different for other people. Amen. All right, let's get into the word this morning. Just, a, uh, just with the time that we have remaining, I want to talk to you about a little bit what Brother Jerry was alluding to. But as I begin to pray about what I was going to, the word that I was bringing to the house of victory, 
the Lord began to put some things on my heart about this house, about uh, this ministry, about what God has called you to do. And I'm not just talking about this ministry, but I'm talking about in your individual lives. I believe that God's got great things in store for this place, for this house, for this region. He has great things in store. And if you don't believe that, if you're in a place where you're just like, well, I, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be, then you're going to miss out on what God has for you by just wandering around. God has specific plans he, for you. He has, he has uh, uh, directed plans for you. He, matter of fact, Jeremiah says that I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. They are to give you a future, give you a hope, and he, and he is not to harm you. But that's what God has called us to do. And I believe that what, for what God has called you to do, the enemy has taken note about it. Because the thing that, that he wants to do is keep you from stepping into everything that God has for you in your life and your family. That's his job. The Bible says in John 10, 10, that the thief cometh not only but for to kill, steal, and to destroy. That's what the Bible says. I didn't make that up. That's what he does. 24 hours a day, 24, 7, he is always trying to steal, kill, and to destroy. And, 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 but the truth is, is that, is that, that God has already defeated the enemy. Is that right? He's already defeated the enemy, and 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 the truth is, is that but but and at the same time, the enemy is he wants to destroy you. He's trying to keep you from God's best. He's trying to stop you and and the plans that God has for you. And the Bible says in James four seven that we are to submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That's what the Bible says. A lot of times we 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 submit ourselves to the devil and and we resist God, and then wonder why there are issues that are going on in our lives. Um, but the truth is, is that we are at war. Amen. I want you to, to get that in your spirit. Let that, let that get, it, get around in your spirit because we are at war. Uh, whether you think we are or not, he's like, we're, we're not at war. Did Trump say something? No, I'm saying we are a spiritual war. We're a spiritual battle. And we're the forces of the enemy. Here's what the Bible says. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers of darkness, of spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle not against this flesh and blood. So the, if you can pinch it and, it's, and it moves, if you, can, if you can touch it and it says, ow, or whatever, that's not your problem. Your problem is that the enemy of your soul, the devil, is trying to keep you from walking in God's very best for you. So we are at war. Uh, the little card game we play, I declare war. Ever since the beginning of time, the enemy has been trying to keep you from walking in God's best. That's what he does. And so there's resistance. Resistance, the Bible says. There's resistance. There's a war that's going on. And when I talk about that scripture that says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, a lot of the church stops at that place, for we wrestle not. Uh, they, they don't necessarily know that we're in a war. Some people are in church and don't realize that we're in a war, and they already are POWs, and they already prisoners of war, and they don't even necessarily know it there. They just, they just, they sing in the songs, they're hearing the messages, they're coming to church, they're feeling out the, the tie of the envelope, but don't realize that they are already POWs and already been captured and already in a place of bondage because that's what the enemy's job is. Amen. If you are not in the play, there's no way that you cannot be in the fight. You have to be in the fight. You have to be. Somebody's like, well, I'm just going to step out of this one. You can't. There's no, there's no place where you can say, I'm just going to un unenlist and I'm just going to sit down and not fight. You have to fight. You have to be at a place where you're fighting for what God has given you. Amen. 
You have to be in a place where there's something on the inside of you that says that I'm not going to sit there and allow the enemy to take ground that God has given me. Some of you in here this morning know that the enemy has stolen stuff from you and taken things from you. And you, some of you just let them take it. And I'm telling you that I believe today that God is wanting you to get those things back in the name of Jesus. God is wanting you to get to the place where there is a churning in your heart that you're ready to fight the enemy and get those things back. Not only get those things back, but begin to take ground from the enemy and go forward. That's why we would sing songs like Onward, Christian Soldier, because it's about moving onward. God takes us from glory to glory, from place to place. He moves us, and and it's in him that we move and breathe and have our being. And if that is the case, then we win. Amen? You need to know that when you look at the end of the story, we already win. Amen? You say, well, where is it at? Listen, one, two, skip a few revelations. We win. And God has already defeated the enemy. Amen. And so there's something got to be on the inside of you that's wanting to fight and wanting, wanting to get, get to, that, to that place. He, and because of the breakthrough that God has for you, the enemy has ramped up his attack. That's what I feel like the Lord said. Because of the breakthrough, listen, you need to get this. Because of your breakthrough that God has designed for you. And let me tell you this. I heard this from the Lord for this, for this, for this house. And that is that there are tailor-made breakthroughs for you. God knows exactly the breakthrough that you need, how you need it, why you need it, what's going to happen because you get it, and what he already knows, and it's tailor-made breakthrough that's designed for you to step into, and do you want it? I just want to know, do you want it? I, I don't know. Somebody somebody asked me if I if I wanted some breakthrough in my life, I, I'd be like, where do I get it? How do I get it? How can I get the breakthrough that God has for me? It's designed, it's purpose for you, isn't it? And again, it's, it's, it's for you, but it's so that you can advance the kingdom of God in your life and every sphere of influence influence that you're walking in so we fight so we fight you gotta fight it's like what about peace you carry the peace of god on the inside of you so that there's the peace of god that surpasses all understanding that rules and guards your hearts and minds through christ jesus but you fight paul says that i'm not one who fights as one who beats against the air thus i fight I'm fighting because I realize that what the enemy has done, what the enemy is trying to do is keep me from walking in God's very best. So that's that's exactly what what he's what he's done. I remember a time when when you guys didn't know this. I graduated again a couple of years ago from the King's University and made good grades. I graduated with honors, but it wasn't always that way. Mr. Dory knows that. I was not the smartest kid in the school. I was not the sharpest tool in the drawer. Uh, Mom thought that I had a deaf and dumb spirit on me. You know what I'm saying? You know how your parents, they try to, you know, my, my parents were not, you know, my, somebody said, well, he only has a face that a mother would love. My mom would tell me the truth. She ain't going, she wasn't going back down and tell, she's going to tell you the truth. Boy, you got that spirit of stupor on you. You know, you need to get that off of you. You got spirit of dumb, dumb going. Here. Come on, let me pray and break that off of you in the name of Jesus. My, my, my mother did not play that. And I remember that I was slow uh, in, in, in school. Uh, uh, Miss Webster, who was my first grade teacher, I didn't know how to necessarily read some words that was right uh, instead of uh, rain I would say Wayne you know and stuff like that and put my shoes on backwards and mama just like that's about boy I don't know about that boy I don't know exactly the Lord help him Lord just just help him she's walking around praying in tongues all the time because I had a spirit of dumb dumb on me in the name of Jesus see and, and, and back then everything was a spirit you remember that back then everything was a demon I remember one time she tried to pray over me and I just I just right in the middle of the deal just started acting like I had one <laughs> I did 
said, I said, we won't let him go. <laughs> she, if I'd had some Alka-Seltzer tablets, I'd have put them in my mouth so that I could foam at the mouth so that she, so she could stop praying for me. But here's the deal. I remember one time my mother who, who and there's something about you parents, you need to be able to pray over your children and see God do what he wants to do in your life. Some of you have accepted some of these things and the Lord is saying, I'm not accepting that. You need to know that God has specific plans over your children. You need to declare those things over your children. And my mother had got a hold of some tapes by John Osteen or somebody that, or Kenneth Hagin that was talking about how that you can speak grace to this mountain and and be thy removers. You could speak grace to it. And I didn't know. Uh, she, My mother would take these people at their word. Take the, the word of God at its word. Because he is the word. Amen. Jesus is the word. That's his name. He is the word. And so she called me in one day. And she, she called me in. And I, she said, honey, come here. And I walked in. And she said, come here closer. And I walked in closer. When my mother says walk in closer, I'm going to tell you right now. You need to get scared. And you know what I'm saying. So something's about to happen when she says come a little closer. Closer. So I came a little closer and she grabbed me by my head, both hands on my head, and she put her lips to my ear and she screamed, Grace! Grace! You spirit of stupor, you come at Grace! And so I, and then she said, she looked at me and she said, You can go now. And so I walked in the room and my brothers were like, What was that? I go, I don't know. Apparently she thinks I'm seeing somebody named Grace and she needs me to, uh, to change my ways or something. I have no idea why, why she did. But I'm telling you what, it was the next, the next semester that they had to kick me out of the resource room because I began to read uh, on, on the next level and I began to excel in school because somebody would, wanted to take God at his word and speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and not doubting in my heart and believing that God is who he says he is. Amen. Amen. And so that's what God is wanting us to do. That's why he says in Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Everybody say stand. You've got to stand. Stand against the wiles of the devil, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against rulers of darkness in this age and the spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. We've got to be sober, vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Some of you are at a place this morning, I feel like the Lord said this, in order for you to get your breakthrough and, your, and, and what the enemy, the dragon that's trying to come against you, you're going to have to stop being in isolation. One of the things that happens happens to you when you get stressed is you get off by yourself and you isolate and you don't want to talk to nobody and you don't want to come to church and you don't want to be in a place where you see people because they may know what's going on and I'm telling you that is the quickest way that the enemy will pick you off is because you are off by yourself yeah any any animal planet any nova that, that you watch or any of those and those shows they show they show the gazelle there's that guy with that voice he's a gazelle he's walking and he's all by himself and and we don't and Oh, there's a hungry lion, and and the lion sees him through the bushes, and he doesn't know that he's about to sneak up. It's always that one that is off by himself, eating the grass because he thinks it's greener over here, and somebody else has told him, and he's off by himself, and that's the one that gets picked off. I don't know about you, but i got to be around people that's going to encourage me to be everything that God's called me to be. I've got to be around people that that will lift me up in prayer, and it will stay. I would go to church even if I didn't feel like it, even if, if something was going 
going on in my life. I wouldn't miss church. I'd be going anyway. Somebody like, but you don't feel good. I don't care how I feel. All I know is that I, I got to be around people. I got to be around people that love God. I got to get around some worship. I got to get around some prayer warriors. I got to get around some people that will fight with me and stand with me and keep me uplifted so that I can get the breakthrough that God is wanting me to have in my life. You got to fight. You, 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 you have to be at a place where, where you, can, you can fight because God is not, he's already won the victory. And I'm going to tell you this, we are at war, but we don't fight like everybody else's fight. We are at war, but our fight is different. Let me tell you why. The reason why our fight is different is because unlike other people and other other things that are going on, uh, we fight from a place of victory. Amen? We fight from victory. What do you mean, preacher? This is what I mean. That means that God has already won the victory. He's already defeated Satan. He's already won. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross and he went down and snatched the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he won the victory over death, and he came out of that grave victorious. And the Bible says this, that all power, all authority, all of the keys have been given to him and he has all of it and all things are under his feet. So he, we already have won the victory. So what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? There's still some insurgents that are trying to take over the land. It's just like this. Nobody reported this, but Donald Trump president, the president went in and wiped out ISIS, wiped them out. They were still trying to stay in the land. And that's what you got going on, what we have going on in our lives. Even though the enemy has been defeated, there's still those demonic activity. There's still those demons. There's still those principalities. There's still those rulers of darkness. They're still there, and they're trying to stay in. But we got to root them out. We get them out because they can't stay. Say they can't stay. They can't stay. They can't stay. They're not allowed to stay because of what God has done. And so here's what happens. I was talking to, because my son's going to the military, I've been watching some military strategies and watching military movies and different things like this. And I was talking to a guy, and this is what he said. He said, because of what what Christ has done, because of what we were talking about this, I was getting this out of what he was saying. He goes, what we do in the Air Force is we go in and we drop bombs and we wipe everything out as we can but the truth is, is when we do that, it changes the atmosphere. It changes the atmosphere of the war. He's like, what do you mean? Well, they have no heart because they're all gone. But there's a few, few of them that still want to stay. And so the men are not coming from a fight and fighting from a behind win. They start fighting knowing that we already have won. And all we got to do now is run everybody else off so that we can claim the land and stick the flag in the ground that says this is now the property of the United States of America and you can't stay here. I'm looking for some people that will say this is is the property of God and the heaven above. And the enemies and the forces of darkness cannot stay here. But you have to leave. The Bible says that, that my God is for us and he's more than the world against us. The Bible says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I'll condemn. The Bible says that though a thousand fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, it will not come nigh me. The Bible 
Bible says that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. That one will put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand to flight. I'm the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. My God goes before me and he fights the, the battle and we are winners because of what he has done. Do you hear what I'm telling you? You hear what I'm telling you? It is because of what he has done. And we fight. Samuel, 2 Samuel twenty two thirty five 35 says, He trains my hands to war. He teaches my hand to war so that I can bend a bow of bronze with my arms. Listen, listen. And it says the same thing in Psalms eighteen thirty four. He teaches. David said he teaches my hands to war. That means that you may not know how to fight. You may not know what to do. But I'm telling you, all you, you got to do is join forces with heaven. And something that stirs on the inside of you that says, I am not going to give up any more ground in the name of Jesus. I've fallen back this far, but I'm not falling back anymore. I am going to fight if I have to scratch my way out, if I have to claw my way out, if I have to move and if I have to transport, whatever I got to do, I'm going to fight because it is mine. What God has given me, joy is mine. Uh, victory is mine. Everything that, the, that God has given me, I'm going to stand and fight because I know that my God is with me. Even if I was to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because my God is with me. My rod and his rod and my staff, his staff comforts me. He'll prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So I'll fight. And you need to tell the enemy that I hadn't been fighting before, but I'll fight. I'll stand for my, for my marriage. I'll stand for my finances. I'll stand for my children. I'm fine. The dragon may be breathing hot on my neck and everything that he's saying is seemingly true. But I know this, that thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, the glory and lifter of my head. I know that whom I have believed that he is able to keep that which I've committed to him against that day. I know know that my God and the captain of the host is Jesus and he is the one that goes before me. So I go in victory. I fight from victory. I live in victory. Some of you said, have you seen my circumstance? It doesn't look like victory, but it is because he has already won the victory for us. He's already won. Don't you, aren't you glad about that? That you get to stand in a place of victory because he's already won it for us and the anointing that breaks every yoke. And, and I don't have to stay in a place of bondage, but I am free. And he whom the son has set free is free indeed. So it's time for you to get out of that place of lethargy. It's time for you to get out of that complacent place where you've been and, and just walking around, just letting things happen to you. There's got to be something on the inside of you that said, that's mine. That's, that's mine. That, that, that's mine. That was, that was my joy that was stolen. That was my money that, that was stolen. That was my child that I prayed for. That was mine. That was mine. That was mine. That was mine. And I want it back in Jesus' name. I want it back. Something out of something out of something out of stir up on the inside of you. There's anointing. That's the spirit of God that says there's holy indignation that says, you know what? I'm not going to let that happen anymore. I got to stand in, in place and fight. Do you hear what I'm telling you? You got to stand. You stand there and fight. Luke 10 says, In the seven he returned joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. He said, Listen, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents 
and scorpions and and over all everybody say all All. everybody say all. all all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you can you, can you, some of you have been walking through the fire. You feel like, my Lord, you're saying that. The Bible says it, but I'm hurt in my heart. I'm hurt in my spirit. There's been some things that have happened that, that caused me to be hurt. And I'm telling you what, you still, even in the process of hurt, the Bible says that he is the balm of Gilead. He's the balm of Gilead, and he's able to heal us and to us to keep on going in him and moving forward he says be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord because the labor that you're involved in the labor that you're that you're doing is not in vain says the lord amen as we as we get ready to close i'm going to tell you this when my when my son cj was was getting was he was being sworn in um to the military and there was other kids that were being sworn in as well I, I looked at those kids and I said to myself, I don't know how in the world that the government would trust these kids to go over and fight a war. And I'm serious. I was looking at them going, they don't look qualified to do anything. One girl was over there picking her nose. Another one was over here, you know, looking down. Another one was, was, was playing a Pokemon game and all this stuff. And I just like, how in the world... But Stephen, how in the world are we going to send these kids over to fight? What? And they're swearing in. And I'm like, man, I don't, that does not make sense to me. What in the world, why would they even choose these kids? And it wasn't until later on that I was in the shower and the Lord said, see, that's your problem. I said, Lord, what do you mean? What, what's my problem? He says, you, when you look at them, you see inadequateness and you see them not being able to perform or you see them he goes but the military they see warriors and they realize that when it's all over after the training is done and after all the things that, that they're going to go through and all the training uh, they're going to be warriors and they're going to fight and they're going to be able because losing is not an option for the united states Lo- losing is not an option for us and so when they send guys over when they send those men and women over they realize that they're sending people over who are able to fight and who are able to resist and who are able to keep going and who are able to cut and slash the enemy and who are able to push back the forces of darkness who are able to do it because when I see them I see warriors this morning God saying when I see you I see warriors I see those that would fight I see those that would stand I see those that would give themselves so that they overcame by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and because they did not love their lives even under death that's what I see that's what I see and I said Lord you're so right they haven't gone through training yet but they will be ready amen they will be ready for the fight they will be ready to do engage the enemy they will be able to get victory they will be able to stand and, and be able to fight because of what God has done and what he's doing and the Lord further said to me and he goes and he goes and while you're at it change your perspective he goes, you look at your problem and you see problems and you see defeat. He goes, I don't see that. I don't, that's not what I see. I see opportunity for me to show myself strong because my word says that it will in, in, in your weakness, I, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That's a place where I stand in and take over because you can't do it anymore. And I say, good, get out of the way. Now it's time for me to show myself strong to my people and so that they know that I am the Lord that they're God and they are my children and you don't mess with the almighty God's children. Do you understand what I'm telling you? 
Because our God is an all-consuming fire. He's an all-consuming fire. And because he's an all-consuming fire, he'll burn away the fear and, the, and all of the doubt and all of the unbelief. And so, you stand, therefore, with your loins girt about with truth. What is the truth? Oh, it's not a it. It's a person. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So what are you girding yourself with? I'm girding myself with Jesus because he is the truth. I'm girding myself with Jesus. What are you putting on? I'm putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you putting on? The whole armor of God. I'm putting on the breastplate of righteousness. I'm putting on the helmet of salvation. I'm putting on my feet a shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the belt of truth. I have the shield of faith and I have the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. I put it on because I'm fighting today. We are at war. Say it with me. We are at war. Come on, stand up right now and say it with me. We are at war. Come on, say it with me. We are at war. But we have the victory in Jesus because he has won the victory. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Lift your hands right now and begin to thank the Lord that breakthrough, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the tailor-made breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Come on, just lift, a, lift up a praise to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift it up. Open, open your mouth. Lord. Come on, lift your voices to the Lord and say thank you, Jesus. Come on, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. There's no one like you, Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We fight from victory. We fight from victory because he's already, he's already won it. Now, as I'm closing, this is what I feel like the Lord said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this out. I'm going to call this out because this is what I feel like the Lord said. If this is you, you need to listen. This is what the Lord said. The Lord says that in the midst of the fight, in the midst of the fight, there's been some chaos. And the Lord says that I'm bringing order into the chaos. I'm bringing you into a place of true intimacy with me. I'm bringing you to a place where the word of God stands out more than it ever has before. I'm bringing you to a place where prayer is no longer something that we have to do. It is something we do because that is who we are. The Lord says that I'm calling you out, my called out ones. And those of you that have had children and prodigal sons and daughters and, and time with them stolen from you and outside influences and, 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 and word curses spoken over them and over your family. He says, I'm bringing that back in Jesus' name. It's time for you to fight. Those of you that have had intimacy stolen from your marriage, I'm bringing intimacy to those places in Jesus' name. Financially, those that have had money stolen from them unexpectedly, unforeseen bills, claims, land, inheritance, promotion, raises, 
those things financially that have been stolen from you, unexpected, the Lord says, I'm restoring all of it. Yes. I'm restoring all yes, of it. This is what the Lord said. I'm, I, wrote, I wrote it down as he told me. I'm restoring all of it. And it will be just like David when he said, Lord, shall we recover? And he says, you will recover all. That's what I feel like the Lord is saying. He's saying it. I wrote it down because I knew that he was saying it. And those of you that have that, that even in a place where you've given up, the Lord said he's bringing you and he's letting you know that he's restoring the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the locusts have eaten. He's restoring those. If that's you, for any of that you, won't you just lift your hands high, lift it high. Something's stolen, something's been taken. Lift it high, lift it high. Lift it high because we're going to pray and break those, break those. I know I'm out of time. I know I'm out of time. That's why I'm asking you to raise your hand and not come down here. Second service, we are going to do that. But Lord, right now in Jesus' name, you said this, Lord. I didn't make it up. You said it. Lord, you restore every bit of the things, Lord, that have been stolen from us, our children, time with them, and, and the money, and all those things that have been. Lord, we will recover all in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that we're recovering everything that was lost, that which was stolen, that which was taken, that which the enemy plundered, our goods. Lord, we said we want it back. Tell him you want it back. Tell him you want it back. Tell him you want it back. I want it back. Thank you, Lord, because it was mine, Lord. It was mine. It was mine, and I want it back. I want it back with interest. I want it back with interest. I want it back, Lord, because they took it from us and we wasn't ready. They, they came in and pillaged our goods and we wasn't ready. But now, Lord, we're ready. We know in whom we have believed. We know that you're able to do it. And there's an anointing to recover. I'm telling you, I feel it right now in this house. I feel the anointing to recover all. There's an anointing. There's an anointing to recover it all, to get it back. If you'll pull down on it, Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Not going to put up with it anymore. The war rages on. But I'm going to end with this. Psalms 2 says this. Why do the nations rage? Why do they plot and imagine vain things? They set their armies in array against the Lord God Almighty. Then it says this, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. He laughs. He laughs because he realizes, he knows. Why? Because the rest of the scripture says, because I've set my anointed on his throne. And because he's seated on the throne, the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places with him. You get to have a seat next to him because we're seated in heavenly places. Amen. So let's fight. Let's get the victory over these situations and circumstances. Amen. We're the victory church. Are we the victory church? Yes. Are we the victory church? That's right. Because we walk and live in victory. Amen. Amen. You're dismissed.